Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. Today's episode will be a short interview with me, conducted by Brandon Newberg of the Dead Ideas podcast. But before we get to that, just a quick note. The automated email system went down for several days this week, so for those of you buying episodes, you probably won't have received an auto-response email confirming your purchase and sending you links and other good things. If you registered with the site, then just use your login to get your episodes, uh, no problem. But if you have uh, any difficulties or you've forgotten what your login was, just email me thehistoryofbyzantium at gmail.com and I will sort it out for you. Thank you for your patience. The system should be working fine again soon. It had always sort of been part of the attraction of podcasting that you had this giant creative white space to work with. But I, that's what I loved about it. It was exciting. Oh, gosh. People kind of expanding into all sorts of different directions involving the past. The best podcast. It's an intimate thing, and that podcaster becomes a friend. He's a trusted voice. So, that was a clip from the beginning of the latest episode from the Dead Ideas podcast. Now, you remember Brandon Newberg, right? He and I discussed the Varangian Guard back in episode 173. Well, Brandon has produced a special episode of his show on the history of history podcasting. Yes, it's as meta as it gets, and it's an excellent episode tracing the development of history podcasts from History with Bob, through Dan Carlin, Mike Duncan, and down to our own era of so many fine shows. I really enjoyed it, and I'm only in it briefly, so it's uh, not just my massive ego talking. Uh, Brandon conducted interviews with a dozen or more podcasters who feature in this episode. Uh, Dan Carlin, Royfield Brown, Jordan Harbour, Cam Riley, and so on and so on. And obviously he couldn't include the whole interview he conducted with each of them. So uh, he's put up an interview with each on uh, the Dead Ideas Patreon feed. But you can hear our chat for free next. Uh, if that whets your appetite to hear more, then head on over to deadideas.net or wherever you get your podcasts and check out the full History of History podcasting episode. Um, you can also hear the chat with Dan Carlin uh, in full on their feed, and you should also check out their excellent back catalogue. Um, for those of you who liked my various forays into fiction, um, you might enjoy their recent episodes on why Rome never industrialized. Brandon and his co-host, 
adopted a narrative and game structure to deliver lots of great information about technology in the ancient world. Enjoy. So now to give some additional comments on the History of History podcasting, Robin Pearson, host of the History of Byzantium podcast, here to tell us uh, what happens in the next chapter of History Podcasting. So you've got Lars Brownworth, which is a direct inspiration on Mike Duncan, and then Mike Duncan, a direct inspiration on Robin Pearson. Is that true, Robin? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I was a huge fan of the History of Rome podcast, and uh, I uh, I actually wrote to Mike when he said I'm finishing, <laughs> and said to him, "I think you should carry on, <laughs> no. and um, yeah. I'm sure people would pay to keep you going." And yeah, it just occurred to me a few months later. Well, I, that is something I you know I'd be interested in, but uh, yeah, it took a, took me a while to convince myself that that I could actually do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things, I don't know how other people, like how, how in-depth they go with their history love. Because I'd read about the Roman Empire for years, mm-hmm. but I'd never put it all together. You kind of hear stories and you think, oh, that's cool. And then when I heard the history of Rome, I was like, oh, that's how it all fits together. And oh, that's why that happened. And yeah, I think I would, you know, you sometimes you read a whole book, but so much of it is unfamiliar that you don't fully absorb it and the podcast kind of walking Mm -hmm. you through it reminding you making connections for you that was just so valuable that really it really blew me away and in a way the format of podcasting is what got me deeper into history than I'd ever been before it was the same for me and part of it for me was that as podcasters we have the luxury to go into a level of depth and nuance and complexity that you don't have in like a two-hour History Channel documentary. Um, You have a much more niche audience that you can speak to and not worry about like talking over people's heads and you have like an basically an infinite amount of time as long as you want to continue podcasting to go into as much depth as you want with each of your episodes yeah yeah absolutely um and i think i think that's something that i mean i think lars lars did it and mike picked up on that which was the kind of last time we were talking about this and Mm-hmm. And then you talk about something and you say, and of course, in the future, this will lead to this. And then, and it was that constant kind of not patronizing, but slightly holding your hand that I found really valuable. Because I, I think sometimes if you read a 500 page book, you've forgotten the first 100 pages by the time you get to the end, because it's just too much to take <laughs> in. And so, yeah, I think, as you say, that kind of having that time and that relationship to remind you of things that led to a real depth of, of understanding and interest that got me into the got me thinking it was something I might want to do. So what was history of podcasting like at the time that you got into it? You had Lars Brownworth, you had Mike Duncan. I'm sure by then there were many others. What was it like? Yeah, so Dan Carlin was the big show. Uh and mm-hmm. it was it was that was the kind of thing about starting a history podcast for me is well how are you going to live up to that to to Lars and Dan and, mm-hmm. and Mike? And yeah, I wasn't aware of too many. I mean, there were shows like, uh, you know, BBC shows and things that cover history in a in a kind of light uh, or touching on a big topic, you know, just for a 45 minutes way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as soon as I thought about doing it myself, I then realized there were a whole um, group of people who were either had just started or then started immediately after I started. So we were clearly all having the same idea at the same time. 
So um, Jamie Jeffers, uh, the British History Podcast, Jamie Redfern of his four or five shows, I think. Um, Royfield Brown of all his shows, Jordan Harbour. Um, and then, yeah, so I, you know, and I, I, there were, there were lots of others as well, but I, so I suddenly, when I looked into it, could see that there were like 20 shows all starting on different topics, all inspired by similar things. And, uh, so yeah, it, it felt like there was a kind of community that, and, and we did fairly quickly get in touch with one another and, and everyone was very supportive um mm-hmm. and i i think i personally think that's one of the great things about podcasting i think someone could do the history of byzantium tomorrow uh and you might think oh well you know they'll struggle because you've already covered it well that's true but they might have a completely different personality and do it in a completely mm-hmm. different way and lots of people will go oh you know that robin pearson he's very dry and and dull compared to this guy <laughs> and like genuinely that that i think is true like for some people a completely different tone can work. I mean, I know that Cam Riley is it. Um, you know, the Life of Caesar show mm-hmm. is is a much more you know f- like lighthearted, loads of jokes, loads of callbacks um, about uh, Roman history, and so that will appeal to some people much more than the history of Rome, taking it quite seriously. Mm. You know, obviously Mike has a sense of humor too, but yeah, and yeah. I th- I think that led to a lot of um, cooperation between podcasters because it it doesn't feel like well, hey, we're all competing for a diminishing audience it's like no you you find people who are on your wavelength and they will like you Mm -hmm. and other people might go hey you do a great show but it just isn't for me and it's not you know it's not a big deal yeah absolutely and i like how the the styles have branched out so much and um, speaking of mike i think that if one thing that stands out to me as things that he added to the genre that wasn't already present in lars is every once in a while his sense of humor would show through. There'd be this wry, like almost you could miss it easily kind of little yes. colloquialism or vulgarism or a little like zinger in there that just you just go right on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think that got picked up by a lot of podcasters as well and became sort of part of the style to have that a little bit like you got a tie on, but you've unbuttoned the top of your shirt too. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that's that's definitely a weakness of mine. I I I, I struggle I struggle to think that when I think of a joke that it's going to land, so I kind of I tend to avoid it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was a big fan of Mike's sense of humor, and yeah, I, I definitely yeah. I thought, well, I'm going to listen to your series on Unix, and it was like, right, we're talking about Unix, how to cut off your junk to get ahead, and I was like, right, <laughs> this is a great start. So yeah. <laughs> So one last question. How do you feel that the history podcasting genre has grown since you started? Well, it seems to have just exploded exponentially now. Um, Lots and Mm -hmm. lots of people following in that um, vein, but also uh, kind of a growth in, you know, I suppose in the wake of serial kind of true crime stuff. Mm -hmm. um, And I know law is very big. um, So people kind of expanding into all sorts of different directions involving the past and some of them very slick and um with money behind them and some you know homemade Mm -hmm. and and but equally as entertaining so yeah it just seems to have gone on and on i don't know where it stops i don't know when whether we're becoming like you know jokes about cable tv where it was like 500 channels and nothing on or whatever and now it's going to be like (laughs) ten thousand history podcasts where do you even start um right but yeah i mean it just is amazing some of the shows that have come out have been 
Fantastic. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for once again talking to us, Robin Pearson. It was great to get your perspective. Hey, thanks for having me. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.